Welcome to another episode of the ARC podcast with Jenna and Lindsay. Jen, how are you today? I'm doing great, Lindsay. This is 2024, Jen. I know. Can you believe it? Like a totally rebooted version of myself, ready to go. Awesome. That is great. Take Our on the two-hour delay today, so not rebooted in any way. It was just chaos. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that Jack didn't go to school yesterday. Um, and I had to drive him this morning in the rain and take about an hour mm. in the lobby of the school building. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a little tough. I mean, I know this is going to be the case when we go back after a long break, but I still don't, I haven't figured out like a better way <laughs> to do it other than just like ride the wave and then take a deep breath and, uh try again the next day you know that's our motto we take three deep breaths and we reassess yeah three deep breaths and reassess yep it's our little jingle vivi did it the other day when whit made her mad she goes (laughs) yeah (laughs) what are we gonna do about it mommy (laughs) it's like three (laughs) deep breaths and reassess (laughs) well i'm excited 2024 usually i don't make like well, I make like little resolutions, like personal mm-hmm. ones, but I have some like work resolutions this year that I really am excited about. I'm full time now. So Ooh, I actually it's have, about time. Yeah, I have time in my schedule to actually like get everything I want to get done, done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got a grant from DODD, um, which I'm excited about. It's an innovative inclusive um, grant where we're um, doing a summer camp pilot program where we're going to send kids to Camp Kern over the summer of 2024 and 2025. Um, And these are children um, who have the highest support needs. So basically the families who've been left out of summer camp um, for quite some time now who actually weren't left out you know, prior to like maybe a five years before COVID or so, like, I think Mm -hmm. we were all, all the camps were accepting these kids. And then, um, once staffing got too hard and like, I don't know, things changed at these summer camps in terms of like thinking about how they can best serve the population. Um, they stopped. They said, if you basically, if you need a one-on-one support, we can't serve you. And these families, now for several years have gone without summer camp, which I feel is like such a loss because, you know, the consistency and, and, uh, routine of school is so important for our kids. And then in the summer that all just like falls apart and summer camp gives them that consistency and support. And it also gives them like, it's so fun. It's not just like this place where parents are like, sorry, I have to drop you off at daycare. It's like, oh, guess what? You, where I'm dropping you off today. Like, you're going to have a blast. You're going to go canoeing and you're going to climb yeah. a mountain and you're going to like archery and horseback riding and swimming. And it's a joyful experience for every kid. I think every kid should oh, get it. Oh yeah, 100%. I'm so excited to see what you do with this grant. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited. I mean, we're trying to look for someone right now, actually, um, to be the one-on-one over the summer. So I'm putting it out there. Um, it's a very well-paid position. Um, you would get paid 
um, $800 a week, um, nice. to say I can turn and, um, be a one-on-one for a child with a developmental disability. So, um, and every week it'll be a different kiddo. So it's a really good experience for if you're like an OT school or speech or, yeah. um, PT or special education, um, spread the word about it to, you know, especially if you're a sibling, um, yes. someone with a developmental disability, this would be a really good opportunity um, because you're going to learn a ton and you're going to have a lot of fun mm-hmm. and you're going to get a lot of exercise <laughs> and you're going to be at summer camp and who doesn't want to go back to summer camp? You know, I wish I could. Me too. And be a camper, not run exactly. the camp. <laughs> no, I don't want to be there to run the camp at all. I want to be a camper and I want to be like, I don't know, doing the campfire stuff. I'm just, all of it is just like such a check mark on childhood. Like it has to be done. Everybody should get the opportunity to go. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, there's a lot of things. We just had some policy calls to kind of look at what this year is going to bring. Cause let's just say last year brought a whole lot of nothing. Right, Lindsay? Right. Um, there was an article last or yesterday that came out saying that it was the least productive year since 1955. Yeah, we are, uh, we passed 16 bills up at the Ohio state house last year, which is, um, dreadful to be honest. Um, and this year, um, is a big election year. So mm-hmm. let's just say that there's not going to be a whole lot done, especially on the federal side. Right. We just sat in a meeting where they told us that it was, uh, our dreams will not come true in 2024 was basically (laughs) what we were told. Yeah. Yeah, But we still feel like we should update on what's going on at the state house here in Ohio and on the federal level, just in case something happens and you kind of have that on your radar. And Mm -hmm. then um, if you're interested in any of these things, we'd really love your advocacy because we're going to be scheduling some meetings with um, representatives here at the state house and um, uh, at the federal level. So please call the ARC of Ohio. Me and Lindsay um, would love to take you to meet your state or federal representative. Yeah. But let's get into it, Lindsay. You want to talk about federal or state first? Do state first. Okay. So on the state side, um, the one big bill that I think might have some good um, headway here because it got some hearings and um, looks like um, lots of good bipartisan support is called Madeline's Law. Mm-hmm. Um, so this law would help, um, it would make insurance companies pay for hearing aids for children ages um, zero to 21. So you know, this is, seems like an obvious thing that hearing aids um, are a necessity, a healthcare necessity and something that insurance should cover, mm-hmm. um, but um, they do not cover any hearing aids for children or adults. Um, adults kind of make sense because it would be a really high amount, you know, it would be kind of an increase in insurance costs for insurance companies, um, even though I still think it should be covered uh, personally. Um, but oh, for definitely. kids... For kids, it's not a huge increase. Um, There's not a big percentage of children who need this. Um, Mm -hmm. But when they do get it, the impact um, on children and their learning is huge. So yeah, I've read some of the research on it. Like it's night and day. As soon as the earliest you can get a child a hearing aid, 
the better off that they will be. So hopefully we can get that passed because yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's HB 152, mm-hmm. Madeline's Law. So if you're interested in that and, want to, and um, you know, your child has hearing aids um, and you've been paying out of pocket for that, um, call us because we would love to get you set up. There's a really great group, Let Ohio Hear, um, mm-hmm. on Facebook, social media. Um, they're doing a great job. So they really don't really need any of our help because these ladies are doing a, a fantastic job advocating. But um, we'd love to be in support of it the other one um is 14c subminimum wage so um this bill has not been introduced yet um but um basically we are just waiting in the next couple weeks we're hoping um representative gerald's is um, the lead sponsor of the bill and this would be a bill that um would stop 14c certificates that allow companies to pay sub-minimum wage to people with disabilities Uh, this would stop those certificates it would freeze those so no more certificates would be given out um, after 90 days after the bill is um, uh, becomes law and then there's a time period of five years that we're thinking of that's in the bill um, that has not been introduced yet um, where um, there will be time for the companies that do pay minimum wage, subminimum wage, to then come up with a plan on how they're going to um, transfer. You know, start honestly. All we really want them to do is just start paying subminimum wage or minimum wage. Um, that would be the easiest way to change your business model. Just pay minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's other things, you know, that they could plan to do. So um, we have been working hard on a task force. Um, with APSI and, a, you know, I think 91 other organizations around. Yeah, Ohio. it's been insane. Like, it's been crazy. Not necessarily organizations, 91, um, but people and organizations who have signed on to a letter um, asking that this bill be introduced. So mm-hmm. we are looking at that. And that on the same side, I mean, at the federal level, that's been, um, there's been doing a lot of interested party meetings on on this too. And we're hopeful that, um, they'll introduce a bill there as well. Um, <clears throat> but we are in support here at the Arc of Ohio um, and doing something, um, you know, the timeline, you know, just five years, fine. You know, like, let's just get it. You know, my kids are 13 and 11. I would love five years. So yeah. when Jack's 18, then that's mm-hmm. not an option. You know, I just don't want it on the table um, for him. Mm-hmm. But I get that there's a lot of consternation amongst families who if your child's already in this program that you're like wait whoa you know so you know let's take the time figure this out we've got some really great organizations um that work in vocational rehab and day programming and other things that can um, fill the gaps where we need to so those are the big ones see and like I said there's nothing going on guys like I'd love to have more to talk about but we're just really excited that the budget went so well um, mm-hmm. this year um, and that direct support professionals now are being paid um, a livable wage or, you know, but a better wage than they were. Um, and so we're hoping to see some really great things from that here um, this year in 2024 and 2025. Um, but I'll keep a lookout on the state level and see if there's anything else I want you to watch out for. The only other little thing I wanted to update was um, I was on a meeting yesterday with um, 
Dr. Ayers, who um, leads our, you said here at the at um, Cincinnati Children's, and she is on a um, committee, a program called National Center for Disability Equity and Intersectionality. And so I thought it was a really cool way to kind of keep up with um, what's going on. Um, yeah. Anything disability equity intersectionality. Um, go to their that's their website. You know, it's called thinkequitable.com. And and check out their Twitter, Facebook, um, hashtag thinkequitable. Um, really good stuff on just kind of like keeping up with some blogs that are coming out from them. And um, uh, I just thought the work was something that I feel like we can all learn a ton about accessibility, um, mm -hmm. what's going on, you know, with, and, um, like uh, what's going on with the, any Supreme court cases coming up, any, you know, um, intersectionality of like mental health and disability mm -hmm. information, um, lots of like, uh, criminal justice reform, info i just thought it was a good thing so i thought this is a good one to put on our podcast to kind of get people to check out it's an easy one to like just check it on twitter you know follow it yeah. so and it'll be in the description cool so you guys can go to it and check it out because it is very very helpful all right federal federal there really isn't anything happening federally other than start watching your debates and figuring out who you would want to vote for here in the primaries coming up soon i mean i forget when super tuesday is i'm very unprepared <laughs> we were supposed to have somebody on and they canceled last minute which is totally fine but mm -hmm. um yeah so uh super tuesday it will be here before you know it and We'll really be diving into uh, the presidential stuff. Think about what you as a human being in person would want personally and try and find the person that best matches that is my greatest advice. Um, we are working on at the ARC, uh, the SSI bill, because it is Sherrod Brown's bill. So it will help people with disabilities can only have $2,000 in their account at any given time while using SSI, which is very much an unlivable wage. The best way I can describe it, and it is how I say it in every meeting that I've ever been in, imagine landing your dream job in New York City and you're getting paid an amazing amount of money, but you never get a raise and price for living, cost of living goes up cost for groceries has gone up. I read an article last week that said that um, since 2021, the cost of living in groceries has gone up $11,000 a family on average, which is insane. I feel um, like I spend $11,000 a week at Kroger. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same here. So, um, but I uh, imagine being in that state and it hasn't been fixed or updated since Reagan, just to put it another perspective. Trying to get it from 2000 to 10,000? 2000 right? to 10,000. And then there's also um, people with disabilities, if they get married, they um, get docked. So right now, a married couple with disabilities only can have $3,000 in the bank. I can't 
even imagine that. Yeah. So you're actually punished. It's like a marriage penalty because if you're single, you get the 2000 each, Mm -hmm. which would be 4,000, two plus two is four. And then (laughs) if you get married, you only get 3000. So you actually get, it's actually a disincentive to get married, which is like in our country, like what, what are we doing? It makes no sense to anything. So if we can get this SSI bill and marriage penalty handled, it would be $10,000 if you are single that you can have in your bank account at any given time and $20,000 if you're married, which makes, makes sense. so much more sense than $3,000. Like I was, I mean, we aren't rich by any means, but just like thinking about trying to keep that amount in yeah. our bank account right now. Well, just- we're just keeping people in poverty yeah, it's what either party wants. It's not what any, no. you know, any governor wants. So like, right. it makes perfect sense. We just, and that's something where, you know, in the Senate, it looks like we could work on this. Oh, definitely. SSI bill. And yep. it's really like, it has, it's getting bipartisan support, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Um, so, you know, if you want to reach out to your senator um, do so because it's a really important, they just need to hear from you. Like, especially Sherrod Brown, I would, um, send him a message and say like, this is important to us. Please keep working on it. Thank you for introducing it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think too, that the art national office, and I will put it in uh, the description if they have it, they have the art national office does an amazing job of all you do is type in like what state you live in. They will give you both of your senators and you simply hit send you, yeah. I think you type in your name and then you hit send and it automatically sends it. So you'll be able to like automatically send something to Sherrod Brown. Perfect. Yeah. And we don't, we just don't want that marriage penalty or asset. No, penalty. it's so no penalty. Yeah. There should be cool. no penalty for getting married. Like. Agreed. Anything else? I feel like. It's no, so there really isn't busy. anything like January is the longest, saddest month. <laughs> that, like we would be in getting the ground running and we are in other areas but when it comes to policy everybody's just like slowly getting back into the this is a good time to like we just said email um make a phone call to your yes. state or um federal lawmaker because relationships matter and you can just you know keep them updated. I'm seeing, and they have time because clearly they're not doing any like legislating. So they have time to like meet with you (laughs) and read your emails and see what actual families in their districts care about. So if you're hitting a wall on something, send them, send them a message because they're, that's all they could, they're really doing is like checking their email. Um, good. I like it. So what else? Well, do you want to talk about what we have planned for the rest of the month and into February? Yeah. So Lindsay and I really want our podcast to get to you guys, get out there um, Mm -hmm. and consistently put one out because we really like to have people on, but a lot of times, um, you know, stuff comes up. And so we've been really making a an effort to like get everybody on our calendar. And even if someone can't show up, like we're banking some of these podcasts to put them out to you. So we're excited. So for the next few weeks, 
we're going to have Paul Doherty on the program. Mm -hmm. um, Paul is a um, Cincinnati beat writer here. Um, he was writing, he wrote like sports. He was a sports um, uh, journalist, sorry, at the Cincinnati Enquirer for many years. Everyone knows his name here in Cincinnati. And he um, will be joining us to talk about his daughter, Jillian, and his book, Uncomplicated Life. Which is so and, good. I've been yeah. reading it. Yeah, it's really good. It was, a I mean, I've read it a couple years ago. It was really good book but I was like you know we need to have him back on kind of get an update on Jillian and um see how everything's going married life is treating her and um work and anything else she's been up to because we'd like to hear from her and her dad so we also have we're gonna have Jeremy Morris from the SIL Center for Independent Living which I'm excited about I would love to hear from him and have him give us an update on what they're doing um going to have people first on so our very own craig walker and michael yeah. richardson come on here talk about mm -hmm. what's going on at people first what they're doing advocacy wise and how you can get involved and um, emma so. and olivia from assistive tech to talk to you guys about how you can get your hands on assistive tech what they do for us at the arc and they're yeah. an amazing team yeah, assistive technology is so very, very important. So we were like, you know what? This is another communication and behavior and things like that. We want to do a lot of shows on those things and have a lot of experts and people who could come on to actually say, like, we have the resources here that can actually help you. This is how you sign up. This is how you get to us. Let's make your life as easy as possible. And that's mm -hmm. that's who we are here at the Arc. We want to make sure that we're getting you what you need, helping yep. you advocate so that you're not just constantly banging your head against the wall. Like, ah, oh, this is. I like saying that we're the bridge that brings families what they need. I'm excited. And we, I also have someone from DODD who um, does trauma-informed care, um, does some presentations on that. And I'm really excited to have him on because I think for our autism community, trauma-informed mm -hmm. care is really really important. I yes, think a lot so important. of our kids have experienced trauma. Um, and there's just, this is like first level stuff that I feel like if you're not getting that kind of, um, good care, then everything else is like secondary. You can't use your speech device if you're dealing with trauma, you know? And so really excited to talk to him. Also really excited to have Kelly Mahler, who's an OT and I think everybody knows her name here in Ohio and beyond um, to talk about interoception with us, mm -hmm. which personally for me has been groundbreaking. I mean, the first yeah. time I learned about it at Ocali Con, I was like, what, what is this? I thought I knew everything about <laughs> sensory and sensory right. integration. Um, and then she just blew my mind and she's been doing amazing work. Um, mm -hmm. she's a business, she does presentations, she has her own, uh, like product that you can use. So like, I really want to hear from her and hear and give that to parents so they can learn more about interoception, because I feel like when I talk about it and I'm trying to give, <laughs> give it to people, I'm like, I wish I had a podcast where I could just hand it to you and you could listen yeah. or just I send it to her webpage all the time. But mm -hmm. She's great. Which is so, what we had in mind when we were trying to decide what this year podcast was going to look like yes. was we want to be able on the topics that we talk about most, be able to say, Hey, we have a podcast on it here. Listen. 
Exactly. Lindsay and I talk a lot to people. And then sometimes I can hear myself tell people like the same thing over and over. And I'm like, yeah. I do need to blank some of this talk that I'm doing <laughs> and get it out there, even though, you know, I've no like one- started making it into handouts and I'm like, oh, handout for that here. Yes. Yes. But, you know, let us know. So those are some of the things we have coming up. We have some others too, which mm-hmm. we're excited and let us know what you want to hear. Um, so, um, email me or Lindsay, my, my yeah. email is Jen, J E N dot powers, algae at the arc of Ohio dot org. Yep. And, Lindsay, and I'm Lindsay dot alt house at the arc of Ohio dot org. Yeah. It's an ALT not spelled like outhouse. <laughs> Do you get a lot of, is it outhouse? Alt house. I like it. Yeah, somebody called me outhouse, and I was like, "It's alt, like alt, not out." That's funny. I've had, I've actually gotten emails from people for the arc who have like typed in Lindsay Allhouse at the Arc of Ohio org, and then put Lindsay Outhouse O U T H U S E. So I'm assuming it's just autocorrect because I'm like, maybe that's what it is. They did the first step. They got the email right. And so it's yeah. normally just like marketing, like staples or things yeah. like that. It's never been like a personal, like parent or yeah, if it's personal. There might be, they might be saying something. I don't know. Maybe you made somebody mad. Maybe, but no, <laughs> it's usually just like, it's those like professional ones that spam yeah. ones that you get. That's like, Hey, here's a $25 gift card. And I'm like, you can't even spell my name right. So no. <laughs> don't think so all right guys well it was good to talk to you again Lindsay. if you guys want any you yes you too you have such cute hair i'm just like really inspired to chop this all off now i feel like it aged me like 20 years i'm not gonna lie but i needed what? it to be short like no it's so cute and professional and like i feel like it's just it, you like really look like you're put together it's really nice thanks I'm in a hoodie so <laughs> that was the goal was to always look put together even no, in- FYI Lindsay and I didn't know that these uh podcasts were put on YouTube for quite some yes so my apologies <laughs> if you are offended in any way shape or form by the fact that I itch my nose or scratch my face like it's just a thing when you're recording all of a sudden everything itches so right. Right. And I just didn't know these were all, I mean, I knew our Temple mm-hmm. Grandin was on YouTube. I tried to look my best for that one. Yeah. Like I looked totally put together for <laughs> Temple Grandin. And then I'm pretty sure that we recorded one this summer and I was in my jammers laying in Vivi's bed because it was like a last minute we had to get the podcast out because it was new news. I feel very much after saying that, like a Kelsey, like new news, new news. <laughs> They say that on every one of their podcasts. But anyway, it was new news and it was important. And I am so sorry if I flashed you in my pink jammers, guys. (laughs) It was real life that day. (laughs) I feel like everyone enjoyed it. It's fine. We just had no idea we were on YouTube as well. So check us out on YouTube. We'll try to. I was in a meeting with our new boss and he was like, did you know that they were on? And my eyes got wide. I was like, I had no idea. And he's like, yeah. So I was like, like, totally. you yawned. I scratch my nose. It's real life. It's who we are. And yeah. we're yeah, just, like said, I'm just trying to get Jack to school in the morning and I'm yes. trying to just survive this week. So it's like kind of a miracle that I'm on here and that my hair is not wet and that I'm 
like yeah fully... you look pretty put together too I like i don't have any makeup on or anything but you guys you can you know. never tell though you're like naturally pretty so uh, like he... when i don't have makeup on it is clear like you're just like is she i could just look at these compliments all day guys <laughs> is she dying is she like <laughs> that's the that's so uh, all right well thanks for joining us we'll see you next week Yep. Bye.